impulses are being redirected. Hi, Steve here. If you don't believe what the Word of God says, then all you'll believe is your opinion and what others tell you. Everything we see, everything we hear, everything we're being told is to convince you that that is what you should believe. That is what you should think. And for some, they've already believed it. They've already decided that they will comply and go along with the agenda that they've been told to do. Well, I'm a 21st century mom and I want to make sure that my children are prepared for the Agenda 21 future that's unfolding all around us right now. That's why I've converted a room in our house to my daughter's new bedroom. Because Al Gore says we have too much space. It's actually just a closet. We've got to protect the Earth because humans are using up all of the Earth's resources. And even though there are mega corporations that are spewing bioavailable heavy metals and poisonous chemicals into the environment at a rate that we could never as individuals match in our lifetimes, it's been shown that single family homes really are the problem here. If you really love the planet, you should be willing to live in as small of a space as physically possible. The social engineers plan to double all the mega regions across the country by 2050. People are going to need to learn how to live with a lot less. I mean, look how cool this is. This is awesome. What kid wouldn't want to live in such an awesome, cool, trendy, hip room? We're going to turn her old room into a tree nursery so we can plant trees for the earth. Humans have too much space anyway, and nobody wants to feel all that yucky green guilt. And what people think of as cramped is actually really good for the environment and sustainable and stuff like that. Among other things we've been doing as a family, we've been practicing um, breathing less so we don't use as much oxygen. I try to breathe mostly through my nose. Besides, she's gonna need to make sure she's paying all her carbon taxes. It's because we exist. That's what's destroying the planet, okay? I, I've read this. I, I saw it in Mother Jones. Actually, we have to take bicycles a lot, which for a family of four is kind of tough on the highway, but I figure if I accidentally get killed, that'll just be one less human hurting the planet. You should really try it yourself with some of the closets in your house. Oh, it's still your choice. Brought to you by the Al Gore worshiping yuppies who think humans reproducing is socially irresponsible because there's just too many of us and we're all like psychopathic earth murderers club. In trauma-based mind control, trauma is used to hack into the mind and body's defense systems in order to train a person's behavior. This is accomplished in three steps. In step one, the victim's identity is destroyed. This is achieved by depriving the victim of their basic needs and inflicting pain upon them until they become exhausted, confused, and disoriented. In this state, they no longer trust themselves and become receptive to guidance from an outside authority. Step two, through a strict system of rewards and punishments, the victim is imprinted with a new identity. The new identity is trained to self-isolate by having it denounce everything associated with the previous identity. 
And finally, with step three, through the continued use of trauma, the rebuilding of the victim's new self is crafted and maintained however the mind controller chooses. For this to work, the subject must remain oblivious to the fact that they are being trained. This is accomplished by keeping them in a helpless victim state of mind with the use of trauma. The entire method requires regular ritualistic abuse to keep the target in the victim state. Declassified documents show how drugs and sensory overload are used to inflict trauma upon the public. But high-level slaves are often procured from families with an established history of child abuse. Intergenerational or multi-generational trauma abuse is when a person abuses their child and that child grows up to abuse their child and that person grows up to abuse their child and so on. This increases a person's susceptibility to trauma-based mind control. Experiments with mice have shown that the offspring of a traumatized pregnant mother are born depressed and exhibit problems socializing with others. A nurturing upbringing by a healthy surrogate mother did not reverse the abnormal behaviors, indicating an in utero transformation of the brain. And bioinformatic analysis revealed long-lasting alterations in the DNA. This is why the CIA is known for targeting children from families of multi-generational child abuse. They are easier to mind control. This is why world leaders are all from the same bloodlines. This brutal technique has been used and understood for centuries. And if a group of people vying for power wanted a loyal army of soldiers, the easiest way would be by breeding them. And the evidence shows that this is how our society was created. From the middle of the 19th century and well into the next, hundreds of thousands of orphans were distributed and sold in the United States and millions worldwide. They were advertised, delivered by train, and sold at fairs. In America, these orphans were being managed and distributed by a private organization from Britain known as the Odd Fellows, many of whom were orphans themselves. The Ancient Order of Oddfellows is an international fraternity whose members, such as Albert Pike and several U.S. presidents during the orphan train years, were often members of Freemasonic lodges as well. With their first official lodge in the United States established in 1819, the Oddfellows are officially committed to educating orphans, but they seem to have been procuring them and breeding them as well. The Oddfellows' first female chapter the Daughters of Rebecca, was founded right before the orphan trains began, and a depiction of their work shows hints of mass breeding and surrogate motherhood. They worked closely with the Oddfellows at large institutions known as orphan asylums and foundling asylums, where many members themselves were born. The Rothschild banking dynasty provided funding for several of these orphan asylums. According to Philip Eugene de Rothschild, the family has privately bred over a hundred thousand offspring, including Adolf Hitler. This is why pedophilia is so prevalent among the families of world leaders. While it is used for extortion, its primary function is for trauma-based mind control. Because to the mind controller, trauma equals transformation, and there is nothing more traumatizing to a person than pedophilia. If you had a million mind control slaves placed in positions of power, then you could control entire nations, but only if the masses were also kept in a relative state of trauma. The 
playlist shifts to your favorite song, sending chills up your spine as the music begins to play. You glance at the program running in the background on your computer screen and notice a now familiar sight that appears whenever you're overloaded with pleasure, your theta brainwave activity decreasing in the temporal regions of your brain. You mentally move the cursor to the left and scroll through your brain data over the past few hours. You can see your stress levels rising as the deadline to finish your memo approached, causing a peak in your beta brainwave activity right before an alert popped up, telling you to take a brain break. Your mind starts to wander to the new colleague on your team, whom you know you shouldn't be daydreaming about, given the policy against intra-office romance. But you can't help fantasizing just a little. But then you start to worry that your boss will notice your amorous feelings when she checks your brain activity and shift your attention back to the present. You breathe a sigh of relief when the email she sends you later that day congratulates you on your brain metrics from the past quarter, which have earned you another performance bonus. When you arrive at work the next day, a somber cloud has fallen over the office. Along with emails, text messages, and GPS location data, the government has subpoenaed employees' brainwave data from the past year. They have compelling evidence that one of your coworkers has committed massive wire fraud. Now, they're looking for his co-conspirators. You discover they are looking for synchronized brain activity between your coworker and the people he has been working with. While you know you're innocent of any crime, You've been secretly working with him on a new startup venture. Shaking, you remove your earbuds. What do you think? Is it a future you're ready for? You may be surprised to learn that it's a future that has already arrived. Everything in that video that you just saw is based on technology that is already here today. Artificial intelligence has enabled advances in decoding brain activity in ways that we never before thought possible. After all, what you think, what you feel, it's all just data. Data that in large patterns can be decoded using artificial intelligence. We're not talking about implanted devices of the future. I'm talking about wearable devices that are like Fitbits for your brain. The newest way to monitor attention is through a device like this one. These are ear pods that are launching later this year. These ear pods, much like the video you watched earlier, are ear pods that can pick up brainwave activity and tell whether or not a person is paying attention or their mind is wandering. Okay, well you might think, fine, but even if we can tell whether a person is paying attention or their mind is wandering, you can't tell what they're paying attention to. You would be wrong. It turns out that you can not only tell whether, whether a person is paying attention or their mind is wandering, but you can discriminate between the kinds of things that they're paying attention to. Whether they're doing something like central tasks, like programming, peripheral tasks, like writing documentation, or unrelated tasks, like surfing social media or online browsing. When you combine brainwave activity together with other forms of software and surveillance technology, the power becomes quite precise. So what do we do with this? What do we do with technology that enables us to monitor brainwave activity for attention? Do we embrace it? Do we resist it? 
I believe that there is a pathway forward with such technology. We might soon even use the technology to help people wake back up. This is a haptic scarf that MIT Media Lab has developed, which uses brainwave technology in a responsive way to give a person a little buzz, <laughs> literally, when their mind starts to wander to help them refocus and hone their attention. I'm giving you the positive use cases because what I don't want the reaction to be is let's ban them. This is something that made me go, hmm. As you may know, I have had my insurance license in the state of California for over a decade. And when I was reviewing policies for 2024, I noticed this new exclusion. Look here, this is under exclusions and expenses not covered on a 2024 Cigna health policy. Treatment of an injury or a sickness which is due to war, declared or undeclared, riot or insurrection. This is not typical. This is an insurance policy from United last year for 2023. And the language typically reads like this. What happens with my coverage under extraordinary circumstances? And it says in cases of disaster, epidemic, war, riot, insurrection, that they will do their best to provide the services you need. But now take a look at United's 2024 health insurance policy, another exclusion, T, war. We do not cover an illness, treatment, or medical condition due to war, declared or undeclared. Cigna and United aren't the only ones that have changed their language, excluding war from their policies. Anthem has also done this. And it just makes you wonder, why in the world would that be the case? The things that will trouble us and cause anxiety will only continue to ramp up this year and in the years following. In the world, the people who love this world will be full of fear and anxiety. But what are those of us who are believers told in God's word? You will keep in perfect and constant peace the one whose mind is steadfast, that is, committed and focused on you in both inclination and character. Because he trusts and takes refuge in you with hope and confident expectation. And then even the Lord Jesus himself said this to all believers, do not let your heart be troubled, afraid, or cowardly. Believe confidently in God and trust in Him. Have faith. Hold on to it. Rely on it. Keep going and believe also in me, Jesus said. In my Father's house are many dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you. Because I am going there to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and I will take you to myself so that where I am, you may be also. And to the place where I am going, you know the way. If you would like a relationship with the Lord Jesus, I leave a link in the description box below. Go down there and click on that link. It'll take you to a page with a simple prayer that will start you on your walk with a Savior. Think about it.